The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Joey Cockle. How are you doing, Joey? Hello, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. How's climbing the corporate ladder going for you? Um, stressful, and it feels like I'm back at school. Well, well that's what life's like now, mate. Um, and of course, we're joined by our, our good friend, Martin Owen. How are you doing, Martin? Very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, I'm great. Have we got any... Uh, advice for Joey and climbing the corporate ladder. <laughs> not that I'm going to admit. No, I'm going to say on here. Just, oh, just, no. just stop getting a sore throat, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> it must, it must be easy to climb the corporate ladder, Joey, if you're working forklift trucks. Um, oh, God, that's a bad joke coming. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Also, before we start, we'll also it's very important to say happy birthday to Ethan Owen. You know, oh, clearly yeah. the. Mo- Clearly the most talented of the Owen family. Exactly, yeah. By yeah. far. Uh, I hope we enjoy his um, sushi meal and his new Xbox controller. Oh, he is. Unless that's a surprise and have spoiled it for him. I know he's no, a good fan. Not. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, who are we going to speak to today? Tonight we've got one of the elder statesmen of RC in this country. We have Tony Avoca. 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 Ed, you always miss the D out. I do on purpose. Uh, okay. Sorry, Tony. Anyway, anyway, here's Tony. Hi, Tony. Tony? Good evening, all. Good uh, evening. How are you doing, mate? I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> uh, how is everyone? I'm good. Yeah, we're all good. Hi, Joe. Um, Hello. You are right, mate? Yeah, not bad, mate, not bad. Good, good. How's dad and all that? Uh, dad is good. Brother is good. Why, well, kids, his, Daniel's kids are good, and my, my partner's good. You? Fantastic. Yeah, good, mate, yeah. Good, 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 good. Joey, does, yes, does, John, does John just, like, sit on the couch, and, you know, anytime anyone bumps into someone, does he just go... 10-second penalty, stop and go. Um, I don't know. I don't live with him. I don't sit and watch TV with him. So I'm not sure. He might do. I'm sure when he watches like the Formula 1 at the weekends, he's sitting there going, oh, oh. Mm." I don't know. Obviously, we'll talk to Tony in a bit, but maybe John's missing giving penalties out. He might do. To be honest, I don't think he's missing it at all. I'd like to hear his judgment on the Formula One. Ah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Me, me and Joey aren't big Formula One fans. Tony. He, he, nah, he probably didn't see it. That's me getting a penalty at the next half. Let's hope he didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, he'll get told it, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a good idea for a new podcast. We can have John Cockle's view of Formula One. <laughs> Your, the views, the views on. Yeah, but it doesn't just. Ha- I don't suppose it just has to be motorsport related. I'm, I'm sure he can do his like football punditry or politics. No, that was a 
whether it was a like, penalty or not. I like to hear if he if he felt he had the inside line or not. That's what I want to know. Yeah, I, I can ask him. And yeah. I will. Uh, I will. I will let everyone know my findings next week. Okay. Yeah, interesting. I'd be interested in that. In his opinion on that. Uh, on that collision, let's say. But again, he probably probably didn't watch it. He's probably too busy. Oh, I do think, think the whole world has watched it. <laughs> no, I think, honestly, uh, Tony, if you split this current podcast down the middle, two people, I'm guessing you and Martin, enjoy Formula One, and me and Joey don't. So that's, I don't that just can't be possible. I it's don't that, even know it, what you're talking it, it, about. It sounds really weird, but I... Detest watching cars go round and round a track. Yeah, me too, mate. TV. Me too. Yeah, but but you make them go round and round a track. I don't yeah, there's there's, there's, a, there's a difference. I'm I'm physically doing that, whereas on the when you watch like Formula One or um, BTTCC or whatever it's called, it's I'm not doing that. Hmm. Not exciting. Do you not learn from it? Well, what, we, what, what was I going to learn from the Verstappen and Hamilton situation? Well, it depends what perspective you, you feel it, you know, you're going to judge it on. You know, should you put your car there, yes or no? I don't know. Joey's of, Joey's of the world. If there's a gap, he's going to go for it. Oh, and, and if you're, and it, yeah, pretty much. And if you're in my way, if you're well, in my way, a, so be it. There's a there's a saying about that, isn't it? If you if you stop going for the gap, you're not a racer anymore. Exactly. I never go for the gap. Never. <laughs> so you got, you always have to go for the gap. No, I never. I never. Absolutely. Put your car there. It's exactly what you should be doing. Also, Joey doesn't can't really. Joey needs to wait for a really big gap, especially at nationals, because he knows if he touches the other car, his dad, John Cockle, for everybody, is the Anyone else who doesn't really know John Cockle, Joey's dad, if my world ref, all those things, you know, <laughs> we know John Cockle is go. He said this on a podcast many years ago. I would penalise Joey before the other fella. Yeah, yeah, but that's why he doesn't like refing him, though, isn't it? That's why he doesn't yeah. like refing those those races. He he openly doesn't want to, you know, be the referee for those races. So. Yeah, we, we, we have that up in the um, in the northwest. It was um, Eddie Holt, uh, Josh and Luke's granddad, is well, I'm going to say he's the northwest head ref. Mm. Um, but when we have a when we used to in those good old days, if you remember, we used to have regionals. You know, oh yeah, it, some some decades ago, yeah, some decades <laughs> yeah. ago. You know, when Tommy Hall was about three and a half foot shorter. You know, <laughs> Eddie would always get somebody else up to ref the A final. And he would yeah. say, so me, I remember like Damien Whittle, Lee Fraser, someone like that would come up and he goes, well, you watch the front three and he'll watch the rest because he doesn't like to be involved in decisions with his lads. Yeah. Um, even though they, they don't, they don't make those calls. It's just some people, you know, some people, you know. I'm sure we'll, end this podcast talking about you know what some people are like um <laughs> no one on this podcast though but um for anybody else uh, who's listening so you are tony i nearly said evoca like martin does let's not do that again um he's tony always Evoca. he's always he's always, I've always have i have Why? yeah i don't Why? know yeah. I just always have 
He's always called, called me, mind you, I've been called a lot worse. So. <laughs> Ed, Ed Bonker, I've been called Ed Bonker before. I, <laughs> I I can't tell you what I got called when I went abroad once because they, they do it upside down abroad, don't they? They say your surname first, then your first name. And uh, I just I couldn't possibly repeat it. We'll have to come off air for a while, then I can tell you. That's fine. I always say no one listens. No one listens. So, Tony, you know, um, F1 um, driver, um, you know, on, on your ability, you know, the person who looks after and, and, and sort of distributes serpent off road in this country, uh, rude bits, all those things. Um, Big into your nationals, into your regionals, and on tenth and sort of eighth uh, off road. What's this year been like when the sort of it's all been a bit mixed? Oh man, um, do you know what? After a very very long time of racing all over the place, and and rightly like you just said, I love my regionals, nationals, anything off road. Um, I'm, you know, that's me. It's crazy, though. You seem to lose momentum. And in a strange way, the, the habit of life um, of, of radio control car racing. And I think, it, I don't know how true this is going to be. I don't know how you guys would agree or not agree but i think that the people that haven't gone racing didn't get out and about and they've lost that what i call momentum of radio control car racing i think i'm saddened to say i think that we possibly lost a few of them um right i, I i'm not sure that you know they want to come back anytime soon because they've discovered other things uh, because because of circumstances, you know, and the way that, you know, the world is transpired with this pandemic that we've, you know, we, we I was going to say went through, but we're still going through it, aren't we? Let's be realistic. It's here to stay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it, you know, it, it, it isn't going to go anywhere. And anybody that thinks it's going to go, it, I think they're, they're, they're very mistaken. I think it's going to be another loo type scenario where people are going to have to be you know jabbed up and and whatever I'm, uh, i i don't even want to talk about that but you know it is what it is um and um everybody's had to adapt you know and uh, some people haven't you know i know quite a few people that haven't come back racing since you know the lockdown uh, which is a massive shame um Things are very different at track now. We all know that, you know. Um, even after restrictions have been lifted, there's still people talking at, you know, home clubs, um, uh, regional clubs. I hear it up and down the country. You know, obviously, I talk to a lot of people up and down the country, and people are still talking, should we wear masks? Should we have dividers? Should we do this? Should we do that? You know, because... Radio control car racing is an array of people from youngsters to older people like myself, um, and with all from all warps of life. You know, some of them could be, I don't know, bank managers to builders to wherever. You know, it's it's it, you know it's open to to everybody. 
um, and there's so many opinions over over it, and it's and it's very difficult, and uh, yeah, it's and it's it's very difficult and it's very different to what it used to be, you know, before I don't know 2019. You know, it, so, you do know. you think we need another sort of more normal year next year to bring these people, to bring some of these people back? <clears throat> Excuse me. I tell you what I, um, I tell you what I like to mention at this stage, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take sides on something, um, and I'm gonna talk about the BRCA. Um, and, and is leading on to what your question is about. I think that there's been a lot of criticism of the 10th section um, where they didn't do their regionals and nationals. But people out there have to understand it's not the group of people on the committee that actually make the decision. It's the club's reflection on situations in their regions, and they put forward to their representative, which is the guy that stands on the committee, for that region. And it was a collective decision by people up and down the country that they felt they weren't ready. Now, the eighth section of the off-road felt they were ready and they have gone ahead and they are racing. Now, there's been a lot of criticism of, 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 of this collective group of people that I used to be part of, as you know. Um, and, and I just think, it, I, I just think it's wrong to criticize, you know, people for, you know, looking out for you guys, you know, because ultimately, um, the, the the safety is better than the valor sometimes, you know, and I think that that's what they've done, and and I'm all for for what they've done, even if we have lost a year of 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 you know radio control competitive national racing. So that's that's my opinion on that matter, and um, I've also got another little opinion because like people like me in the sense of the adult community the the over 16s i should say isn't going to make any difference to us right um uh, what, what what are you going to do you're going to criticize you know maybe lee or or neil for not having an extra title to the titles that they've got i don't think that's ever going to make any difference to anything they're doing or their sponsors or or their supporters or their, their, their followers or anything like that. I don't think that's going to make any difference. The difference, though, is to the person that is suddenly not a junior anymore. And, of course, he's missing the opportunity to become multiple junior champion or a junior champion for the first time or to achieve that top 10 for the first time, um, uh, which, of course, you know, you can never give them back. You know, um, so I, I've got an opinion and this is just a personal opinion. I don't see why those people are not allowed to race next year um, because. Even if they're over the age. They still all the same juniors and, and the up and coming ones to join that. Well, let's have more the merrier anyway. But 
it's not as if you're bringing an older guy going back into it. It's just the same juniors, just just extend it for another year. I I think that 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 that's something that we should look at. Um, like next year's juniors can all be just off the top of my head, two years older than they could be. Correct. And then next year's ju- the juniors after that, twenty twenty three. Oh, back into order. Be, what what could be one year older? And then no, the no, 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 the, no. It, the, the, you don't need to do the one year older. The, it's it's the it's the ones that were going to do the year that we missed are allowed to right, do the okay. following year. So after that, you know, you still you just fall back into the age groups. So, so those guys that, that suddenly are not under 16 anymore because they're now under 17, but they're still allowed to compete because you're just giving them the opportunity. In fact, you could argue you're giving them an opportunity against more up-and-coming drivers. It would, should theoretically be more difficult, you know. Um, I, that's the only thing that I've got because I'm all for the juniors. The juniors is the future of this sport. Anybody thinks that, Tony Evdoka is going to be the future of the sport. It needs to, it needs to look in the mirror a little bit, you know. Um, it, it, it's all about the juniors. You have to support junior racing up and down the country. If, you, if you're not doing I that, think that's not, a you know, doing really, that. I think that's a really good idea. What about, well, it would be funny. We've got like an one-tenth off-road committee member stood there. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think he's right. Um, they have missed out. And I think it it would not hurt. And and Tony's right. The the juniors at that getting youngsters into this hobby has been discussed a hundred million times everywhere, podcasts, racetracks, and and we still haven't quite got it right. Yeah, because it it would be fine for which we're talking about. Uh, I suppose Tommy and Jamie, Josh and Luke. Ben Smith, and you know they're kept in, and then other. I'm just trying to give slightly younger or Tyler, and then other kids a bit younger. You know, Ethan Gill, um, got, is it Phipps in the Midwest? Those kind of guys. Yeah, it would, it would be the biggest junior event. Me, I like that. Send that. Well, send that in an well email, you've somebody. highlighted uh, Aidan. What you've done there is, is you've highlighted obviously some of the the very up-and-coming drivers um, in the junior range, let's say. But all I'm saying is is that if, if all of those guys, and a lot more up and down the country, of course, that, that may not be quite at the sharp end, let's say, um, mm. you still got to give them the opportunity because yeah. competition is what breeds the success and if you and if you succeed a little bit it's what gives you the flavor that you want to continue doing it because you want more uh, and and especially when you're young when you're older hey you've done it once you've done it twice done it five times you know and 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 you know you, you you're not thinking of that but when you're young that's what gives you the the you know the urge to carry on and i think that especially with the pandemic era of not being able to go racing as much, I think that this is this is more important than than, than ever before. It, but listen, everybody everybody has opinions, right? And and I'm not necessarily saying I'm right. 
I just can't find a lot wrong with what I'm saying. So, um, and, and I always will ask the question, why wouldn't you do it? Give me a good reason why you wouldn't yeah. do it. You know, and, I, and yeah. I can't really think of one because so what if they're 17? Actually, factually, they haven't raced together uh, as, a, as a junior sub under 16 championship. And bear in mind, you've got the same for under 13s as well. Um, they haven't raced together because they haven't been given the opportunity because we were on, in lockdown. So, so what if they're 17? They still want to race together. They all want to beat each other. They all want that that title. And like I said, theoretically, there should be even more juniors. It should be an even bigger event, you know. Um, and uh, I, I just think that um, out of everything, um, the, the, the BRCA possibly, and I use the word possibly, you know, very carefully, possibly should have thought about continuing that because... The juniors at that time of the pandemic didn't have issues with the pandemic. At that stage, if everybody recalls, it was the older generation that was suffering and then it was, you know, over yeah, certain yeah. ages and, and, and possibly they could have made that happen. Um, but it didn't because they decided all national events to, to, to you know, take a pause but this particular this particular event, I you know, my, my heart's always been with with juniors, and um, and and I think that you know it, it should it should be considered. In fact, I'll tell you something that that happened, and anybody that's willing, they can have a look at the calendar, right? And uh, and I and I've got I've got beef with this, right? And and I'm going to mention it, right? Good. I booked in to four out of the five eighth rallycross nationals right yeah yeah now you only need to you only need to do four if you're good enough to win the competition right so it's, it's four out of five right so i did the minimum requirement to to do you know to see where i'm going to end up right and the reason i booked in into four out of five is because on one of them, it clashed with uh, Hertz Juniors, and I wanted to be there for all my juniors to support them, driving the brands that I, you know, obviously promote, right? Mm -hmm. And because because it clashed, I didn't book in for that. Now, bearing in mind, from a, uh, I'm an adult. I think I've been there and done that. I could have booked five out of five out of five, and just not turned up. Right. So just yeah. everybody needs to remember that I could have done that and I'm aware I could have done that. Right. I checked the rules in the rule book. Right. There is no rule that says that you will be given preference one way or the other. So long as you're doing the series. Right. I didn't get into nationals because of it. How about that? Yeah. So did yeah, you not I'd, get in? I didn't get in there because because I I elected to do four out of five, and there were other people that wanted to do five out of five. Yeah, it's kind of similar to how it goes in ten scale, though. To be fair, no, no, but in ten scale, there's a rule. There is no rule in eighth scale. No yeah. rule of this whatsoever. You can look it up until your heart's content. Yeah, he's right. 
because yeah, obviously in, in, in the 10 scale, we have gradings and then it's Correct. by how yeah. many you enter. Correct. Where the, eight, right. the 8 scale, because they have no national grading system. Yep. Well, nothing nothing um, else does, does it? That 10 scale grading system, it, we're the only people that have it. And furthermore, and furthermore to this conversation, right, they then take um, the first come, first serve from the moment that booking in opens up, right? I can promise you I pressed the button and paid or attempted to pay it. I think I paid and everything else within three minutes of it opening up because I, I read the rules. I knew where I stood. Never got in. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't, no, it, does, okay. it doesn't, doesn't take eight scale nationals that long to fill up at all. Yeah, but it, but it was, but this is the thing, Joe, it wasn't, it wasn't full. I was just put down behind the reserve of everybody because everybody that booked in five out of five, they could have booked in five out of five three days later. They still took precedence in front of me because I only booked in. I was honest enough to book the four out of five rather than just booking in five out of five and then just cancelling later. Yeah, I, th I think I think Moses said something about that. About like Zoom, so, you know, look, quite a few people. Or doesn't say quite a few people. A small handful of people booked into all of them. Yeah, and haven't turned up to two of them. Yeah, I, 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 it, it happens all the time, and 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 it's and it's wrong. Um, I mean, as everybody knows, I'm doing uh, an an event um, uh, the following week. This not this weekend, next weekend. Now I did it very very simply. That you know you. You book in, you don't pay any money whatsoever. And then two weeks before the event, you know, you've shown your interest by booking in. You now pay. Now, if you pay, you're booked in, your space is secured. If you don't, you don't pay, your space is not secured and it will and has been given to other people. How, how simple is that? I mean, I don't, because the problem that we all have is, is that, we book so far ahead, the circumstances change. Oh, my God, he's had a baby. He wants me to go to a christening. He wants me to go to a barbecue. My, my, I don't know, my wife is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to, I've got to, I can't go to the last round of Robin Hood for soon because I've got relatives coming over. Yeah, yeah but, but you possibly didn't know that when yeah. you first booked in. I had no yeah. idea, but there's nothing they can do because the missus says, look, they're coming up, that's the day. And, and, and while we talk about this booking in kind of system, what is this about drawing money so far before an event? I, I just, I, I really, I mean, God, I mean, there was one situation, I think, that people wanted you to book in for the series. Well, if I booked in for this one, that one, that one, that one, before you know it, you needed like 500 pounds, you know? And, I, and I'm thinking, okay, well, some people might be in a position they can do that. But my God, an ordinary racer is not. Uh, uh, a dad with two kids going radio control car racing, which is the, 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 the bloodline of the sport, can't afford that, you know? But that's why, that's um, why I think Silverstone get it right, because you can only book in for one. They only open the booking for the events as they go. That, that, that's correct, Martin. And, and do you know what, right? <laughs> Um, as you all know, I'm, I'm very good friends with Steve Brown, chairman of, of, of Torch. And I said to Steve, I said, do you know what I don't understand? I said, I said, 
why don't you do something like if you're going to book in, you've got to pay, and and this is just hypothetical figures, right? Two pounds non-refundable booking in fee, right? And then you pay your, let's say the fee's £12, you pay your £10 one or two weeks beforehand. Now, you know at the time that it's non-refundable. Do you know what? I would love to sit at a club's computer and go, oh, he's not coming, delete £2, delete £2, delete £2. You know, I mean, happy days. But at least you get an interest of who wants to come to the the event and then you get the security of who's coming to the event when you open it up and they've got to pay the rest of their fees. It's a simple thing. It will stop people just saying, I'm going to book into all of them, you know, because if they were going to do that to every single event, every single uh, round of competitions, and that, it would just be too much for them. So they just wouldn't do it, you know. Um, so you will only get the serious ones. I, I think that there's many avenues that people can take, but we seem to get into this rut of same old, same old, same old, same old. And it just continues. Bearing in mind, I'm in my 40th year of radio control car racing, and I see the same stuff that's been going on for 25 years. And you think to yourself, hello, there wasn't even internet 30 years ago, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, that the whole world is a is a keyboard warrior and and knows everything on Facebook, you know. I mean, come on, guys, you know, it's 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 I don't know. Just sometimes people don't think out the box, and and I'm not saying like, like I keep on repeating, I'm not saying I'm right, but God, if I've got some ideas, surely other people must have some ideas, you know. Yeah. So is is that one of the things that? Are these are the things you've looked at when you've seen what other events and things in those 40 years and thought, well, if I'm going to, you know, do an event with Torch, which is your dash for cash, which is coming mm-hmm. up not this weekend, next weekend, mm-hmm. um, is, is that what you wanted to do? I said, well, actually, if this is what I think we should do, let's do it for this event, and then I'll be able to tell people, oh, that worked really well, you know. Well, it's not, it's not only me that be able to tell people, Mm-hmm. It'd be the people competing at the event that'll be able to tell people as well. Because um, uh, let, me, let, me, let me tell you what else I hear. Now, again, bearing in mind, I've got drivers all over the country. And I've actually got some drivers abroad as well. And they, you know, a lot of people tell me what happens in their areas, in their scenarios, how they feel, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So I'm in a, in a, in a in a unique position that I'm in a, in a strange way, like a little central hub for a group of people. Now, some people say, and I'm just going to pick this out as a hypothetical, right? But, uh, and this is not, this is not factual. Yeah. This is not fact. This is not factual. I'm just trying to give the example, right? Um, oh, what's on this, this weekend? Um, oh, Telford's on, right? Should we go to Telford, lads? So you talk to your local local friends, whoever you normally go radio control file racing with. Go to Tilford. If you excuse my language, everyone, we're, we're going to get our ass handed to us. You know, we, we, we've never been there before, right? This is a major problem in radio control car racing. With permanent tracks around the country, people are very reluctant 
at a very I'm not talking about the elite now. I'm you know, just a step down and beyond of very my level, level, Tony. Is that what you're talking about? Just one step below elite, Aiden. That's what you're talking about, isn't it? Hey, I didn't want to say that publicly, you know. What can I say? We we know what you're talking about. But, you you know, so, so you know, you you classed me as an F1 driver. I was very fortunate to, to, you know, to to, to get that at my age. So I'm going to go to Southport and expect to compete against the locals that have done I don't know how many hundreds, if not thousands, of laps around there. I, I'm never going to compete with them, right? So I think it becomes a problem. I think that when you've got six nationals, four to count, right, as a, as a series, so I've got to go to Stockfold, right? Now, I haven't happened to been there because of, a, let, let's say, the pandemic. Let's blame yeah. the pandemic for something. Um, so I've got two three-minute runs, and I've got to compete with all the locals on a track that really I don't know that well. And I've got to do the same for Southport, for Telford, for Kidderminster, for Torch, you know, wherever you're coming from, you know, obviously you've got different tracks. It, it, to me, it isn't fair. It, it, it can't be fair. Now, a lot of people will say, well, you try and do well at your local tracks and you sacrifice. No. It's either a national series or it's a regional series. So when when you talk about the event that I'm running, mm-hmm. it's a two-day event, right? You will get a three-hour open practice session. And in that three-hour, you will be able to do – I mean, I'm disclosing stuff that I haven't even told people, but that, that, that's no problem because it's going to be disclosed anyway. So yeah. – in that three hour on a Saturday morning, you're going to get an open practice session that you can take at any time in that three say in that three hours, and you're only allowed four runs. The reason that you're allowed four runs because there's only a certain amount of people you can get on the rostrum as a group of ten people for five minutes. So otherwise, yeah. you know, you're going to get someone up there for twenty five minutes on a lipo. That that wouldn't be right. So you do sessions, five minute sessions, ten off. 10 on, 10 off, 10 on, and you continue in that vein until everybody's had four runs. So you've already got four runs that you can adjust your car, you can tune your car, you can, you know, you can stop, give it to your mechanic, the mechanic can do something, put it back on. You know, there's lots of tuning options in four runs. Then you get two controlled practice sessions in in the heats that You've been allocated. I mean, obviously, there's a group of very experienced people, you know, running the event. And we all know how good individuals are. So we vigorously will try and put them in the correct heat. But nevertheless, it's, 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 it's the, the fastest three consecutive laps out of any of those two controlled practice sessions will seed you. Now, why does it seed you? I think it seeds you. For lots of reasons, and this is just my personal opinion, so this is why I want to run the event this way, right? I think that if you're the fastest guy, three consecutive genuine laps, that obviously everything gets checked, there's not going to be any any random laps you just discard, um, uh, obviously. I think that in a stranger way, 
it's it's right that you hold that number one for qualifying, you know. Um, I think there's a certain um, not need. I don't know what the word is, you know. I, I was the fastest. I've got number one on my car, you know, like, wow, yeah. you yeah. know. And, and, and don't misunderstand the number one because there could be a lot of people be very proud of having number two, three or four on their car. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. and and then there will be another group of people. They say, I made the top 10. I made that top heat. You know, that's another proud moment. And then at a lower level, you know what? I'll make the top 20 or I made the top 30 or, you know, and, and it, and it, it grows a, a theme down the line of ability of radio control car rating. This is just, like I keep saying, this is just my opinion, right? Now, so you, you now belong in a heat that you can't argue with because you've had two qualified, you two, two pra- controlled practices. Well, you've had four controlled practices to begin with. You've got two to get it right to get, Really, three in a row. Now, if you can't get three in a row, you can't tell me, oh, I've done the fastest lap and I should be in yeah, the... I'm useless, at, I'm useless at three consecutive laps. Well, I do two quick ones and then fall apart. Well, you need to do three. This, is, this, is, this is the rule of the, 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 the scenario. You know, this is what you, you're contending with. And then you qualify. Now, qualifying, there's a lot, a lot of guys, and I think... Martin will agree with me. Joe, in fact, Joe will probably agree with me more on this. There's a lot of guys that can be extremely quick in low grip conditions, and there's a lot of guys that can be have that wow factor in high grip conditions. Now, over the two days, conditions can change, especially in the UK. Now, all right, we're holding an event end of August. Hopefully, no rain or anything like that but (laughs) i say hopefully you know because you know it but it's two out of five right so you've got three qualifiers on the saturday you can have the most abysmal saturday in radio control car racing but you can still tq the meeting come sunday morning because you've got two so okay do you see the? You see what I'm trying to say here. You can, you can have a, a really bad Saturday because I don't know the missus has left you, the the roof of the house is collapsed. You had flat tires going to the track. You're not in the mood. There's some know. sort of forklift truck emergency. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, is there something I don't know about? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, don't talk about forklift trucks because I felt I tipped the digger over the other day. <laughs> right. So um, then on the Sunday, you can still do the business, right? Yeah. And then we have this other scenario where ev- everything has to be fair across the board. I know, I know sometimes, well, not at nationals these days, but at, at maybe let's say just regionals. You, you get three legs for for a major final. Now, I don't know if people know the reason why there's three legs for a major final, um, but that's because you eliminate a break, an unforeseen break, or a disaster of some sort, and you're looking truly to find who the fastest guy was of the day. That's why there's three legs, right? But I think that a longer final 
possibly sort of gives you a lot of that back without having three legs for somebody that's actually paid the same entry fee as the guy much lower down. So, so, for the so is, that, is, is that the plan to have longer finals? Yeah, the finals are seven minutes, right? Um, so all finals are seven minutes. Um, and, um, and if you, let's say, I mean, bear in mind there will be wrecking as well. Let's say the unfortunate, I got tagged on the first corner. Hey, you've got seven minutes to make that up, you know, rather than five minutes can be difficult. In seven minutes, if you're fast enough, it's no problem at all. Um, so I think that a seven-minute final becomes a lot more exciting towards the end if it's close, because for all of that time, they're being close. And that's why I think there's, there's a beauty and people like eighth racing because it's a long final. And if it's close at the end, it, the, the excitement has built over that period of time. And it, and it, and it can be very, very, uh, uh, you know, very fruitful to watch and to listen to and, 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 and to compete in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so Martin, Martin's going, Martin's booked in, ready to go. We're just waiting. Yes, for I'm aware. Own, we're just waiting yeah. for his announcement picture. I'm not be funny. Did Nathan Stanmore, Keen, the Saunders, you know, we're waiting for Martin Owen, you know. Martin, well, we've, got a, we've got a bit of a problem with that because as... as oh, and, so I know, but yeah. so Martin, are you going to be all right with seven-minute final or should we be watching the live time and waiting for you to drop off a cliff after five minutes? No, I'll be all right with seven. I get, I get faster the longer it goes. Oh. You see, the thing is, 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 is that... The, the, the tactics have got to come into this as well. Seven minutes is, bearing in mind, it's nearly times and a half of what you normally race. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot, you know. And, and there are some shenanigans going on in the finals, which I, I, I am saddened to say to you, I cannot tell you at this moment in time. <gasps> but let, let me tell you, the shenanigans and the twists are absolutely amazing oh brilliant tony so and 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 before anybody thinks oh no they're not gonna do a reverse grid no we're not if you're pole you're pole that's right okay you know you've qualified yeah you should qualify the best you can because you know, I don't want anyone thinking, oh, I might as well just hang back and be ninth because I'll be second on the grid. I ain't doing no reverse grids, right? Okay. I, I believe you, I believe you, because a lot of people would think that, but our shenanigans are going to be ace. I right. promise you that much. How about that? And, and it's a dash for cash. So, well, what's on the prize? Listen, yeah. and, and do you think? You know, well, I'll tell you what the prizes are. There are going to be 12 finals. That's yeah. where we, uh, Steve and I decided we're going to close it off at 12 because um, we, we feel we have a responsibility to get people away as soon as possible um, because some people are coming from a very, very long way away. And yeah. we feel that if we can get them uh, away and, and gone in the and don't mean that nastily, of course. But yeah. on their on their way, and they get home safely. They still got a nice bank holiday with their families, and and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So we don't want them to feel forced that they have to stay overnight, you know, and then travel on a bank holiday, which can be 
disastrous up and down the country with traffic, as we all know. Yeah. So everyone um, loves an early dart on a Sunday. Everybody. Yes. So uh, that, that we we are going to we're going to be tight on the you know on the Saturday uh, because we're going to do th- we were going to do two qualifiers on the Saturday and three on the Sunday, but I I've, I think of uh, uh, we haven't fully committed to three on the Saturday, but I'm pretty sure. Well, once I talk to the committee at Torch, that um, that's what we're going to do. So it's a slightly later finish on the Saturday night, but everybody's there for the weekend. It's not as if yeah. there's anybody, you know. So, so what difference does it make? You know, you you finish at six or you finish at seven. What di- really? What difference does it make? It doesn't make any difference at all, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but it makes a difference going home earlier. I think you know. Mm. Um, so, so, t- so that's so twelve finals. Um, what are the prizes? On, on oh, well, the, well the prizes the prizes actually equate are you ready to this uh, yes. for to, to a staggering 870 pounds wow that's how much we're giving away right um and bearing in mind our entry fee isn't exactly you know it's a two-day race event and and the, and the race fee is 20 quid so Brilliant. it's it's not exactly um uh, you know, asking a lot. Uh, I don't think it is anyway. Um, uh, and if you're double classing, it's only thirty pounds. So, um, uh, um, but that's that's the that's the entry fee and that's the prizes. So, the winner, um, whoever that that may well be, and a lot a lot of people would think oh, it's a foregone conclusion. Radio control car is never a foregone conclusion. I can promise you that. Um, so the the prize money uh, winning the A final will be a nice round figure of a hundred pounds. Wow! So, um, yep. And uh, in every single final, first, second, and third win prize money. Um, and um, you're talking, let's say, um, a G final. A winner will be winning thirty pounds. Second place, twenty pounds. Third pound, uh, third place, uh, ten pounds. Now, uh, look, there are people out there, and 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 I understand that they will say, "Well, this shouldn't be prize money, right?" There are people that feel this shouldn't be prize money, right? I'm not one of those people. I think this seems like a perfectly adequate amount of money that no I one's think gonna, no one's going to sandbag for thirty quid. Well, whether they sandbag or not, that's irrelevant, right? The, the 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 fact is this, right? Let me tell you: if there was prize money at every single event, right, the BRCA would not have only seven thousand members <laughs> on their books, right? They probably have hundreds of thousands of people on the books that's just again my opinion i i just you know i i i make comments and you've got to stand by them you know um uh, i can't think of many sports where you don't win prize money um now what should we talk about should we talk about motorsport should we talk about golf tennis what do you want to talk about any any sport you want to if we are a sport and that's what that's what the heads of, of, of our, our sport are claiming we are, well, why aren't we giving price money away then? Why, why, yeah, and if that's the case, there's a different argument. Now, bearing in mind, I'm going to talk about many friends of mine, 
right? We have pros in our sport, right? So if we've got pro pros in our sport that get paid, right? Well, how can an amateur compete against us? That doesn't work, does it? It's either a pro sport or it's an amateur sport. It can't be both. That's again just one of my opinions. I've opened okay. up a can of I've opened up a can of worms, haven't I? <laughs> no, no, no. Because I know I know somebody who is a I can't remember. He's like a crown green bowler. Okay, Re really big round here in. You know, the other side of Southport Park is the 12 crown green bowling pitchy. And on a big event, the winner of that event takes home 300 quid. Right, okay, yeah. And they're not pros. They're just a very good, dry place. You know, they're just, they're not professionals. But I'm sure there are professional bowlers. We see them on the telly. But... That's what they do. You know, the winner gets 300, the next fella gets 200, then there's a couple of 50s, a couple of 25s, and he said it you know, brings people. That's why they go. Yeah. And yeah. There are more crown green bowlers than there are RC drivers. Because there's money involved. Ooh. Yeah, but you know what money brings out? Arseholes. Well... Listen, there's RCs with, without the money, but arseholes without. But I, I was going to say to you, what you think we haven't got any of them already? <laughs> you know, it's some self awareness people. There's four pretty big ones that's talking now. Um, <laughs> you know, we could be some of the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I, I'm just saying that, that and, and I don't want to name names because we all know who the pro drivers are, right? But I mean, of course, the pro drivers would argue, and I mean, I mean, in a stranger way, you could argue I'm a pro driver because you can say, well, you earn money from the sport, I suppose, you know. But at the end of the day, it's it's very difficult when it's somebody's job for an amateur to compete against somebody that it's his job. That that actually, um, I, I don't know, doesn't have to go. I don't know, welding every single day and then just go radio control car racing at the end of the 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 the, the week, you know, because he's just an amateur. Um, and I don't mean that in the sense of amateur, in the sense of he's no good. He's an amateur. In, in other words, he's not a professional. So a professional, theoretically, the right professionals can go and practice every single day. How are you going to compete with that? If, if somebody can, can tell me how you can compete with that, I, I will stand to be corrected and never make another comment on this subject again. But you, you can't because you could, there it, is... It could make the know. sort of the, the semi-pro section, which there's not a lot of, grow, if I, you know what I mean. I can't think of many semi-pros. No, there I, are I, none because there's no prize money. But if there was yeah, prize well, money, yeah. then guys might, you know... Certain people might be able to not work the Friday, take another day off. Let me you know. let me put a let me put a slightly different spin on this for you, right? Now, bearing in mind that I'm associated with a manufacturer, right? Now, whether it's Serpent or whether it's I don't know, Losi Associated, Yokomo, Schumacher, whoever you want to name, all the the manufacturers out there. They all have a scenario where sooner or later 
they may or may not be approached by somebody that wants to drive for them for money. In other words, as a professional driver, right? Now, where does anybody think that this amount of money comes from? The amount of money comes out of the guys that are buying the parts, the goods, the yeah. the, the the spares. The that's where the money comes from. It doesn't just you know they don't have an oak tree growing fifty pound notes, you know, um, and and that's where it comes from. So if that pro driver doesn't necessarily need to take the money from the manufacturer, but can take it from the race meetings as prize money, hello. Radio control car racing could actually be a lot cheaper. Wow. Wow. I thought we it's were only, going to talk about like serpent it's, belts. It's and... only a it's only a theory. I know we've moved into that. And and unfortunately, when you when you're in my position and you hear so many things from around the world and and and, and I know a lot, if you like. You know, I, I know what people get paid. I know what people want. And, I, you know, I know all of that, right? And I'm just saying that there's nothing wrong with that because, yes, that those guys, not only are top guys, not only are a level that some of us dream to be at, you know, and even at the very best that I've ever been, I've never been as good as some of these guys, right? So these these guys are, are, are deserved of what they get, but the, the the people that organize the race meetings have to think that the manufacturers they, 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 they can't sustain those that kind of money that 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 is being demanded these days, and so therefore people have to start thinking about organizing events with money if they don't. <laughs> I can't see the way forwards for it to grow even bigger. Now, you people talk about um, controversial people like, uh, uh, I say controversial because people say he's controversial, but people like JQ, you know, when, when he's had this dream about doing a, a worldwide series and everything else. And uh, you know what? You need people with those kind of ideas to make it happen. And And if manufacturers don't start backing places like that or competitions like that uh, and, and I'm not saying JQ's the, the, the correct he would even argue he might not be the correct person to to make it happen but if you haven't got people like that thinking out the box and how is this going to happen on a, on a bigger scale and everything else and bring in outside sponsors real car manufacturers Audi and I don't know all these all these all these guys that want exposure because you know, they, 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 maybe they're going to be on a TV or on a YouTube channel that's going to get a lot of exposure. All these people will pay money, right? People need to start thinking out of the box. Now, a group of people go into a BRCA meeting, having their pub lunch and making decisions is all well and good for an amateur sport. But if you want this to grow, you need to do it. You know, they, they, those guys actually have to be employed. This is my opinion, that a group of people have to be employed. You have to have marketing people and everything else to make radio control car racing massive. And I think it can be. That's just, again, my wow. opinion. So, wow. There, did, there you go. Few, did, yeah, no, I, I agree with loads of those things. You know, 
looking at the recent RC news, we've had Maxima MX pull out of engines. You know, they look they provided engines, I think, for um, Bathier and Spencer Rivkin. Um, Bearing in mind that Maxima is a lot bigger than just engines, you realise that they're a fuel manufacturer. You're you're aware yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, but so the, the engines have got nothing. They probably just like RC that kind of thing. But I, you know, bits that I've heard that they were paying some guys like prop. They might have been the, the guy's second biggest financial supporter to some races after the. You know the the contracts with the manufacturers and things. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know I know what some guys are being paid, and obviously, I would never disclose that. That's confidential information. But um, uh, yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Absolutely, you're right. And then when you talk about changing, uh, I, I wasn't. I was sorry to interrupt you, Adrian. Sorry, my. Sure. I, I, I just want people to clear. I wasn't referring to Maxim. I was referring in general. Oh no, no, I was yeah, because I don't, want, I don't want people thinking that. You know, maximum drivers are being paid a lot of money or something. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to say, you know, I know that what I've heard is the maxima. If you look at the people who maxima looked after, you know, they are the biggest names in RC, specifically in the America, and they were have, you know, the bits we hear they were big in support and doing of of those guys. And then yeah. the next bit, when you turn around and said, you know. I'd always like to drop this in that, you know, my office, Cobain and Associates have you know, stepped up and sponsored this, helped sponsor this RHR Grand Prix that's coming on in, a, you know, the beginning uh-huh. of September with Model Sport and Schumacher. And I'm sitting there going, well, maybe we shouldn't have sponsored it. We should have just thrown all of that money. And it wasn't massive amount of money, guys, don't worry. We should have thrown that on prize money, shouldn't we? Well, you know, I mean, you know, go, if prize uh, money, I think is 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 an important factor, um, uh, because at least you can go home to the missus and say, I, I, I want a tenner. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I I'm just using dash for cash as an example of giving quite a lot back and still making some money for the club, although the club doesn't make enough money uh, for all the efforts that they're doing, to be fair. Um, and and therefore, they they rely on people like me asking some of the manufacturers for some prize money, uh, prize uh, um, uh, goods that they, you know, we will do a nice raffle for the day, and all proceeds go to the club. Um, uh, and it brings me on to another situation. I've asked some... Uh, big companies and um, not everybody's been forthcoming with, with with things like that but little companies and, and I'm sure I've got no problem in mentioning uh, people like Brian Preddy you know which does you know an array of screws yeah. uh, send me a box full of goodies you know and 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 really and, and and I'm sure he won't mind me saying so. He's small fry compared to 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 some of the people that I've got. I mean, he's you know, in business terms, he's 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 a drop in the ocean uh, in RC compared to some of the people that I've asked. You know, um, and uh, um, uh, the, the little firms seem to understand it a little bit more. Now, listen, I also understand that the big firms get asked by. A, a horrendous amount of 
you know, people, you know, they, they everybody wants stuff for nothing, right? But this isn't stuff for nothing. This is stuff that a group of people are going to buy some raffle tickets for a club that wants to improve because um, Torch, as you all know, all they do with their money is, is put it back into racing. They actually have, uh, and I'm sure they don't mind me saying so, they have no funds because all they do is pump it back into radio control car racing. They're trying to put electric round the track. They're trying to put um, uh, uh, floodlights so they can race in the evenings. They're trying to, uh, they, they've, they've, they've just turned over the place to put drainage so they can race in damp conditions, you know. Now, I'm not saying other clubs don't do this, you know. Um, and, and, of course, we all know, we've seen it up and down the country. I mean, I, I get pictures of some Scottish uh, pastures doing really, really well and setting up some lovely tracks, proper off-road, you know, kind of undulating tracks that, you know, I, I love racing on, you know, because it isn't just flat out everywhere. It takes a certain skill. We look at, you know, look at Martin and, 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 and what they did for, for the Schumacher event, you know, down in, in you know, in, in, Western Supermere, whatever it is. I, you know, I can't, remember the, <laughs> yeah. can't yeah. remember the exact area. Please forgive me. No, you got it um, right. No, you got it uh, right. Yeah, uh, and, and look what they did. The track looked immaculate. Look at Hertz. Uh, Hertz, you know, they, they, you know, and again, I don't mean this any, with any disrespect when I speak, right, is, but, but they, were, they were playing that 10th racing, really, and then suddenly... They, they've trans. There's a group of people there that have transformed that place. Really, it has to be said, a national standard track. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and and I wasn't there. I just saw pictures, and I and and bearing in mind, I know the track. I've been there. I I try to contribute to the club as as much as I can. Very little. What it has to be said, uh, because they. They have shops and supporters themselves. But, you know, if they ever wanted anything from me or any club, all they've got to do is ask me. They know that, right? Um, but yeah, I looked at the photos, and the first thing that went through my mind is, wow, you know? And, and why is that? That's because the, 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 the little people just want to make things better. And I think yeah. the, bigger, the bigger people should be thinking in how to be helping more. Yeah, just, I, yeah. I've just spent, when I say I, we've just spent at Southport, knowing we've got our soon series coming up. Yeah. No, someone goes, what do you spend the money on? I go, I've just spent £300 on gutter. Yeah. On white gutter for our track markings. And like yeah. one of our guys, Kev Hodgkinson, you know, you're going to hear me mention him a million times over the next two weeks for all the work he's done. I spent all day taking all the old guttering up all the new guttings out, zip tying it ties you know in the you know in the showers that we've had and people go what do you spend your money he goes well i've just had to spend 300 pound on gutter because then it looks just looks nice and and we think if we keep our track looking nice then people will be nicer and respect it and do all those there's, things there's uh, aiden there's there's so many people out there um uh you know the hardcore really nice people that might not be and possibly, and again, without any dis disrespect to them, possibly will never be at a really high-end level of radio-controlled car racing. And they put in blood, sweat, and tears 
at their local track. When I when I went down when I went down to torch the other day, and everyone knows I'm not of the best health, so I couldn't do anything, you know, heavy, right? And I stood there and I was watching these guys and I was thinking, gee, I used to do this twenty five years ago with, with, with you know Hampshire Racing Centre. But like, my God, I mean, they were digging. They were like, they had pickaxes, for God's sake, you know. And, you know, we're talking, you know, real hard manual labor, you know, moving AstroTurf that really should have 10 people on it, but there was only five pulling it, you know, and all of this kind of stuff. And, and, And we all take it for granted. We go to these clubs and we just, we pay our... 10 quid entry fee and we just take it for granted you know and and i just you know if there's an i don't know how many people are going to listen to this podcast um uh, but i you know i like to just say thank you to all the those guys that contribute you know up and down the country to all the clubs because i i, I think they're they're unsung heroes you know because without them how how do we all go and enjoy the sport that we all love you know so yeah. Thanks to all of those guys. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate it as a racer. I hope everybody else does as well, you know. We so. do. We do. Um, um, but we're going to have to wrap this up now. Without, yeah. Without covering any of the things that I've written down on my piece of paper. <laughs> uh, well, listen, just... li- listen I, know, I know we're going to rack it up, but let me tell you something. In a stranger way, we talked about something that is possibly more important than Tony of Doka producing foams, right? So, uh, foams was <laughs> my number one point, Tony. <laughs> I, I'll take, I'll take it. If if somebody out there, some people out there, have uh, maybe a slightly change of tune by what I've said this evening, um, I, I I would take that rather than just trying to promote foams that. When people are going to use them, they're just going to want them anyway. So you know, that's all. That's all there is to say about that. <laughs> that's yeah. So basically, just 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 forget what we've been talking about and buy some foams. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you're sponsored by because no one can see what foams you're using. Well, they would do by your results, mate. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. So, so definitely I'm sorry, don't send I'm me sorry any, Tony. I'm don't sorry, send me any, Tony. I, I, I'm sorry, with oh, no, we, do you know you was on my list to send you some stuff? That's all right. Muzz doesn't listen. Just put him in the post. It'll be fine. I, I, I was, I was, uh, but, but you know, people can copy. It's not a problem. I've got no problem if they want to go and make a new tool and make a special size foam like the Rude Bits foams. It's not a problem. Okay, brilliant, mate. So I thought that's how we'll probably end it. Um, yeah, sure. Thanks, we'll guys. End, we, we always we'll... talk about stuff that we're not scheduled to talk about. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's the way it is. Tony, before we let you go, obviously we will we will continue to talk about foams, but before we let you go, is there anybody else you'd like to thank um, before we put a wrap on this? Yes, i tell you what. I normally would announce all my sponsors, as everybody knows, as an individual, but we haven't really talked about my sponsors uh, this evening. I'll tell you who I want to thank. I want to thank... Like I just said, everybody that helps with clubs and their infrastructure and their, their, their upkeep and their improvements for people to go radio control car racing, that's number one. Number two, I'd like to thank the 
people that have said that they're going to send us some prizes for the Dash for Cash, and that's CML and uh, Brian Preddy from uh, uh, from uh, uh, Screws for RC. Screws, screws for RC. Right, I can always see his his logo, but for some reason I think of something else. I don't know why. Right, but. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, th- those two guys have, have, have promised us some prizes and that is, is a big thank you, right? Um, and also, I believe RW Racing, Neil, that does all the pinions and whatnot, um, uh, I believe he's a big supporter of the um, uh, uh, of the club, so he, he will probably contribute too, but even if I said so prematurely. Um, of course, Rude Bits, and of course, you guys that... You know, you bring all these kind of podcasts from all over the world, from different warps of life and different ideas and insane people like myself. Brilliant. And just, yeah, not a problem. Thank you very much for your help. I was going to say something else, but I'll message you later and we'll sort that out. Yeah, no Um, problem. Don't forget, you want to go fast. Rude bits, serpent, dash, aromax, you know, usual kind of stuff the good stuff all the good stuff <laughs> tony it's been brilliant we'll speak to you again soon bye love you guys all right bye. cheers we're the best that was great speaking to tony um like i said we had a big list of things we were going to talk about we never got around to them but there were some really interesting points which we could i think we can all take away and, and think about and do that it's really good when you speak to someone who's you know been so involved in off-road RC in this country for, for such a long time. Uh, I really like this Junior's idea. Yeah, mm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the only the only thing, and we kind of touched on it in that uh, six-hour interview segment <laughs> we just did, um, was that um, we have F gradings and. You know, it, the problem is when you divert away from the, the 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 book, as they say, that we have, and all the rules and all the setup is it makes all that complicated. It's not just you know that was right for the juniors though, because I don't think it, they really matter on F gradings, do they? It'd just be the juniors uh, comp. That's no, I suppose it, no, I suppose it. it, it but what I I understand what Tony's saying. You know, the, the, you know. Um, uh, I don't know. Say, say, Ethan Martin's son was under thirteen going into twenty twenty twenty, and obviously he's missed a year, and now he's now gone into the under sixteen. I and I agree. Yeah, maybe just put everyone who was in that bracket throughout that year back into it. But you've kind of then got the issue, and it's not it's not their fault. And I'm going to use Tommy and Jamie as an example. But you turn up to the when I turned when I was doing the juniors, there wasn't until I got into the under nineteen section. There was you know where I had the likes of Darren Bloomfield, Tony Truman, etc. In the under sixteens and under thirteen section, we didn't have someone like Tommy Hall, Jamie, Ben Smith. Yeah, so Tyler so the, Little. So the issue could be we we you know we make a, a more inclusive event and get more people in actually there might be somebody i'm just trying to go through my list of middle-aged teenagers i think i said ethan gill phipps bowman um lions who might actually we, we could take a juniors championship away from them because 
the Smiths, Smith or Halls or Holdsworth would be in when actually they'd be out. But I like it as an idea. Um, it, it's definitely, if you think that's a good idea. I, 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 I think I think the thing that Tony said that maybe wasn't, uh, and I could see the two sides of it was, and the, the, you know, it's already passed, was maybe you could have run something last year just for the juniors because the COVID wasn't affecting them. But their parents still have to come, and it was affecting them. So, it, yeah. it, and and then you've still got to have somebody there to run the time, and you've still got somebody yeah, there exactly. Have, you know, exactly. You know, Gareth, Gareth's still got to be there. Paul's then got to turn up. You then got to have Keith there because obviously BRCA section chairman, whatever. And it, yes, I understand you you could have had, but then you'd have had like forty underage kids in a field on their own because their parents couldn't have been there. You know, yeah, it would have uh, been a bit bit bizarre. Been a bit weird, um, but yes. I, I think those um, those are the thoughts, and I think those are. I think we've said this at the very beginning of this season when you know we found out there were going to be no nationals. It wasn't the fact that these events couldn't take place; it was to the fact that because our national series is so respected, has been going for such a long period of time, then we'd rather miss a year than change it too much. We've seen mm-hmm. with Zoom events, which have been the nationals for this year, that people have not been able to turn up. They've been pinged, they've got COVID, and they've been fine, or other things have happened to them. So it's just going to be a bit of a stretch. But some really good ideas from Tony. If you agreed with any of those ideas from Tony, you know, message Tony, say hello. If you, you know, message your regional rep, get speak to them see what goes on, you know, but support everyone. I think that was one of the other good points I'm showing. Just that bit of, it's okay for us because we do a podcast, but there's so many, It's okay, and that means it's okay for Mendip and it's okay for Southport and it's okay for wherever Joey used to race in the 1960s. But we, we get mentioned <laughs> a lot. Do you know what I mean? We, our lot get mentioned because we talk about that. Whereas there's lots of clubs who don't have that output that our home clubs do. Uh, and so maybe they don't get talked about as much. But it's really good to do that. It was really good to speak to Josh Holdsworth last week, um, the heart goat. And it was also really good, but quite of weird to listen back to Bloomers, who we've spoken to the week before. And yeah, it, uh, I, I still can't find the middle bit where we actually start talking about Austria. So if you listen back... We're chatting about tyres, and then Joey's bringing his, um, and then he said flipper story, your flip flop story, Joey. We go from shoe story when I fell down the hill. Yeah, we go from uh, kind of talking about control tyres for one eight nationals into your flip flop story, and we tweet. ignore the ten minutes in between where we did talk about the Euros. It would be great to speak to somebody who went to these some of these old Euros. Uh, I think that's what we really like speaking to. Um, so that was great from that. Um, it would, that's off for us now. You know, Tony has enlightened us with his ideas, whether you agree or disagree. I thought most of them were brilliant. So we don't need to talk about our racing. Um, we've clearly got, I've clearly got the Zoom event at Southport. I will be going to bed now and then getting up night bright and early and getting to Southport and getting everything prepped. Um, that's what we're going to do. And then we'll come back next week and hopefully speak to somebody who's been at that event. Does that sound okay, guys? 
Perfect. Is there anything else we'd like to speak about before I thank my sponsors? Um, congratulations to Johnny Skidmore, eighth national champion. Oh my God. Johnny, John, Will, Nanette, I'm so sorry. Both me and Russ Lee are sorry. We we just completely forgot. We already had guests booked in. Um, we should have really had Johnny Skidmore on this week. Um, all the Skidmores, we need to sort that out. Um, did he get his cup, or do you have to wait for the end, the next round? I think it's the last round. Okay, so Maybe we'll talk to him when he's when he's got his trophy. And I think honestly, what we should do is get all the Skidmores, all of them. Um, and at, at that point, I'd like to also thank uh, Ashley Patterson for giving us some like great coverage to watch the finals. Yeah, that was good. Me and you both watched that, didn't we? Yeah, it was good. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Johnny Skidmore. Already wrapped the eight nationals up. Um, hopefully everyone has a safe travel to Southport. Is there anything else? Was that us done? That's done. You go and get your, your sleep to dominate your home event. I've no. done... <laughs> do, do, do what I couldn't do. Uh, I had a choice between prep or going to Tesco's I went to Tesco's. Okay, um, that's what I do. You you make it sound as if we're surprised by your. That's alright. Just just check your car at your Newman and say set it up. Um, yeah, I, I hope he chucks it back and tells you to off. Uh, <laughs> in German as well. Yeah, um, I kind of can swear in German, but it's probably not a good idea. Uh, Tyler saw me four wheel drive out. Uh, hopefully, the littles will get there nice and early tomorrow. Which will be Friday, and then we can maybe do a bit of prep on me two wheel drive tomorrow. While do I'm you know what? Bits. I I obviously don't wish this at all, but I, I hope they don't come just so you, you get shafted for not having a four drive because you can't do your own prep. Yeah, that'd be all right. There, I just I just just enjoy the day, Joe. I, I can do mm. that. Just mm. enjoy the day. I just enjoy the day that you know you're not there. That's probably the best part of the day. <laughs> Oh. You know what I mean? That's why I think that's why UK RC one tenth is growing this year because no Joey Co- Cockle. Mm-hmm. Wow! Exactly. Yeah, that's proof. You know, you know, I'm not being funny, Joey. By the time you get back, I might be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he serious uh, or was that like a wait, joke? Wait, it's April Fool's is long, long gone. We do have to explain to someone. I love all our American listeners. Thanks very much for listening to the gospel. But as Joey said, we do love each other. And we can prove that because that's where we're meanest to each other. I, yep. of course, like to remind people to like and share this podcast. I'd like to people to remind them to like and share all the podcasts. There are many great podcasts to listen to. Um, I've really enjoyed catching up on some old episodes of the O Canada RC podcast. My friend Jeff Lemoyne. Um, does all kinds of RC, bit of racing, bit of crawling, all those things. So that's a really good episode to catch up with. Um, I'd like to thank Hashtag Schumacher Family for all the things that all of the people do for me. Um, my local friends and supporters of the Schumacher HQ. I'm sure, you know, over the next few weeks, with some lawyers involved, we'll be able to hash out some sort of um, new contract for me. I'd like to thank TQ Models for supplying everything else that Schumacher don't supply me with. I am. Um, I'll be looking forward to catch up with the TQ Model boys at the RHR Grand Prix that's filled in. I'd like to thank Vix Paint and Penguin Custom Body Shells because my Penguin Custom Body Shells are on the way to Vix Paint, and they will be getting done for my two and four wheel drive. 
uh, composite kit for the best hats, uh, Clinic RC. Um, have I got any sponsors? I don't think so. Probably Rubit's foams, but muzzle shout. Is that all done now, boys, then? Yeah. Thanks very much, guys. And I'll see you, Miklos, tomorrow. Bye now. Poor Miklos. Bye-bye. Yeah, poor Miklos. <laughs>